Welcome to the Garden of Eden podcast. I'm your host, Dami Eden. Stay locked in for the ride because this is where ideas grow. Cheese! Come on. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That happens like so like I, I, I can hear you now, I can hear you. Sorry, yeah. It like it paused. Like a- Basically, like we lost all of that because I recorded. <laughs> I know. So um You're good, you're good. No, I'm trying to think it was like a better way because I'm near Wi-Fi. No, don't worry, it's me because um at least like once in the day, just that one random time in the day, the Wi-Fi just drops. It like drops in it. No, no, same with us, same with Yeah. It's happened to me in meetings. It's happened to me like no. And I'll just be in a meeting and it's just dropped. And then I just like, I have to wait. So now at least I know, because you know, like, I don't know with some other apps or yeah. things, when you, when you lose the Wi-Fi, it's done. Like it. Oh, happens. yeah. You have to like go back in, but with, with Zoom, it's pretty, it's pretty good. So sorry, you were saying about the whole weekend thing. Yeah, I, I, I've, um, no week, no, no, wow, no day of the week, uh, means more than the other to me now. It's kind of like, okay, if I have something that day, great. If I have a gig that day, great. I, I think it's because I live with my family. It mm-hmm. doesn't, it's not like, oh, I visit them on a Sunday. Like, it's just the same throughout yeah. which is nice it's good because then you get to create your own rhythm and what's exciting and you don't have yeah. to have a weekend to do that you know yeah I can imagine it's really nice because um like I'm still doing a nine to five job um, oh, yeah. as the main as the main thing at the moment so yeah. you do feel the obviously like in normal circumstances you feel the weekend but even now oh god yeah like even now um it it like obviously i'm not working but the weekend doesn't feel like the weekend because i'm just stuck in the same place anyway so it's yeah, yeah it's weird. there's no change mm-hmm. yeah but you're keeping well during this period i i i feel yes now <laughs> yeah now I'm, the beginning was rough the beginning was just a bit of a mindfuck but like everything else, you find your equilibrium, you find your balance, whatever way that is, and you try and find the good in everything you have, which is, you forget, I think, in a, ironically, in a pandemic like that, you you start panicking and you think, well, grab everything <laughs> and be safe, and oh my God, yeah. um, and a lot of fear. But I mm. think once you actually a lot of people are going i mean i can't even the doctors and the nurses that are working is just phenomenal um yeah, what they're shout doing out to the nhs shout out oh, to the nhs crap. thank you yeah like you realize you know, unless, <laughs> unless you're in that position unless you see it you forget that mm. that's what they deal with every day right now which is insane um so yeah so you go with it and on the daily and hope you're doing well too yeah mental health yeah um yeah like you i'm trying to just see the positive in it um one thing that's been really good is just being able to create more stuff because now like 
everyone's in and it's like okay now the time's there there's no distractions of oh i want to go to this bar or want to go to <laughs> this person or oh there's this girl i'm trying to chat to it's like, <laughs> you like zero um, <laughs> well, people are doing pretty well on the dating apps now considering it's quarantine they, they, the chat up lines have escalated so yeah, is, is that is that from first-hand experience, Lizzie? No, God, I'm, I'm <laughs> crazy. No, when there's quarantine, that's my life. Being a hermit is what I've been born to do. Um, <laughs> no, but from what I've seen on TikTok, some people have it. Like they're they're doing pretty well. You know, hats off. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, uh, good luck to those people. Hopefully, they find the one <laughs> at a six feet distance. <laughs> oh my God. Um. Anyway, let me introduce the podcast. Welcome to the Garden of Eden podcast, where ideas grow. Um, so the aim of the podcast is to interview talented and um, amazing creatives um, who are, you know, doing the hard work of putting themselves out there and showing the world their art and their talents. And one of them has kindly agree to join me today lizzie aka elizabeth Mm. listen this girl yeah her voice is beautiful like so so beautiful it's it's amazing and not only that she's so fucking hard working like proper hard working um that's one of the things that i really take from her the balance of art and hard work is something that this girl puts in so I'm happy to have you on today. Lizzie, is there any more you want to say about yourself? Damn, no. <laughs> that was, that was awesome. um, yeah, no, thank you for having me. I think I'm really, and that's my first podcast ever. So I'm, you know, it's on my, on my list in my life. It's great. It's great. Yeah, I'm quite surprised by that, you know, because you're quite a, um, you've got a really like nice bubbling energy and very good, like, to, person to speak to just as thank a friend. You. So. I'm surprised it's your first one and that you've been invited I, on. I am very surprised. Uh, yeah, no, I think um, I, I, I usually do like written interviews. I haven't really ever done face to face. I love it. I love communicating with people. And this Wait, is really fun. So is, thank you. is written interviews by like text or something? Is that like someone asks you a no, question? No, like, <laughs> you come back with a monologue like, well. <laughs> this is me. Here are some pictures and that's like, yeah, no, um, it was, no, no, I for uh, um, promoting one of my singles last year. We did a promotion campaign and um, I've never done blog interviews like that. It was just like an onslaught and it was wonderful because I got to actually express what I wanted to do with the single. Mm. And that allowed a whole different door to open. Um, but I've literally done maybe like one visual interview. Not even, yeah. But I love them. So it's nice that we get yeah. to be with this one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have you on because like I said, you're someone that I know is quite talented and I feel like your journey specifically as well is something that could help somebody else who might listen to this and is thinking about entering um, music for themselves. Um, another thing I want to mention um, mm. quickly is like some congrats for the most recent two singles that you released, yeah. Gold and um, I said this before to you, but uh, yeah. Skin on Skin, which um, has come out quite a, quite an interesting time where human contact yeah. is uh is a yeah. little bit limited um yeah. what was your inspiration for the song at the time actually because it wasn't 
now so no i planned this like two months before um the whole thing uh erupted like this it was more um i wrote the song a year ago okay uh, like the way i write is if i if i write on my own um the process is quite similar i just have an idea or i have a melody mm -hmm. in my head and i just press record and sit at the piano and then see what comes out and then go from that mm. and skin on skin uh came out of me when I really, <laughs> I was fed up actually. I was in like this mood of just, I'm so tired of, I was very tired of the way I was connecting with people romantically. Mm. I, I didn't feel I was doing what I wanted in the way I wanted it. I was sort of going along with how society has deemed romance should be now. And I just, it, there's nothing wrong with it. I just didn't connect to it. And that realization of me looking for myself and every single person, I realized like I was just trying to find a connection with myself mm. rather than them, which is why I couldn't connect with anyone, even if I wanted to, because <laughs> I hadn't connected with myself yet. So I was just trying to look for a mirror. Um, didn't always end well. Uh, um, and I yeah. think I knew that and it kind of made me realize I just, I've never looked for myself the way I look for other people or like my pet, like, you know, the other heart, all that stuff. Mm. So when I realized that, I, yeah, the chorus came out, realizing that's really what I want, and then um, realizing the only skin I really want is mine right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. That's a really yeah. deep, Yo. deep meaning behind that. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm guessing when you were going through this in your mind, like how, like when you're writing yeah. your music, mm. is it? Is it like intentional in the sense that, okay, I'm going to the studio, I'm going to like a, a singer-songwriter class, uh, class or like sesh and everything that comes to mind is going to be my inspiration? Or do you find yourself entering moments in life and then think, oh, right, okay, I, oh, I really want to sing about this because this has just happened and now I, I need to get it on, 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 on wax, as they say. Honestly, more often than not, the second one, which yeah. is all. Yeah, I, I always thought, like, I actually found co-writing, like, in different songwriting sessions with other people harder at first because I didn't have a technique to write. I didn't, I mean, I learned, I went to classes and I learned, you know, mm. the rules because, um, you know, you can break them. But, you know, you learn the structures and it's good because then you know how you want to break them. But it's, I never really... um until I knew how I wanted to write and what I wanted to say, I found co-writing fucking difficult. I couldn't, I was happy to write for other people, but I couldn't write for myself with other people for a while. Because uh. I'd never connect to it the way I would connect to it if I just press record and just did my shit. The depth mm. was different. Um, which is why when ideas pop in my head or I hear, <laughs> I hear, I think I heard, a line in the film the other day and I was like damn that would be a great lyric oh my god um yeah I think it was Winter's Tale and it was like um I I oh something about it's on my phone it's too good anyone who wants to write a song to this who watches this you just so worth it I mean you've built it up I want to hear this now <laughs> yeah um The Winter's Tale very good film by the way um yeah Colin Colin Farrell <laughs> He goes, 
I'm pulled to you like air under the water. And it's like, you just get that immediate visually, like you need to, you, just, you need to go. It's just, it's incredible. Then like hearing uh, lyrics like that, hearing words like that, the f- how much that pull, how much he needed to, like he was just pulled to her, like he needed to breathe. Mm. Oh, like that's fucking gold. Because <laughs> that's just packed with all kinds of emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Like his genetic just, code like, was just like screaming to. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You can't, <laughs> you can't like that's just so much you can take from that and that's a very technical way to think about it but mm. even if it's from my own experience i find the most potent things come out of fucking nowhere you can't i've i've never been able to plan a song personally from my experience the songs that i truly connect to they just fly through i can't i, I plan the time mm. like when it feels right to go to the piano great and then I think with my mind and then I edit and then I see how I can make it better. But the forefront of whenever I actually create something, when it's born, it just flies through. Yeah. So it's like a flow of, of inspiration rather than an active like goal setting. Okay, I'm going oh, to do this, oh, this, that and the yeah. other. Never could do that personally. Mm. It, it works for some people. I just could never, ever do that. <laughs> that sounds quite um, familiar, actually. Like I feel, yeah. well... I've, I've put a couple freestyles on the gram. Um, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Because um, a few... So I did a, I did a podcast with one of my friends who's a, who's a rapper. And yeah. in that podcast, I said to him, I couldn't write bars, I couldn't spit bars and stuff like that. And yeah. I remember one day I just... I felt this urge, like, you know what? I'm just going to try this thing because I have something to say. I have something that I wanted to get off my yeah. chest. Um, yeah. So I, I feel you. Obviously, I'm not a musician by Everyone any stretch of you know, imagination. Yeah. But yeah, I, I feel how that can happen. And I didn't, to be honest, I didn't know that it could be sustained as well, yeah. like in your case, because I'm guessing that's just how you wrote the whole time. A lot, there are periods of time when there's just so much shit that needs to come out. And then there are periods when nothing does. And it's, it took time. So I've been doing this for like five years now. Um, mm. And it, t- it took at least two of those years to figure out what I wanted to say. It took another year to figure out why I'm even doing this. Another year to realize, you know, once I realized what I wanted to say and why I wanted to do this, you get these layers and you're trying to figure out, okay, it's art. But then with art, naturally, you're going to have other people see it, hear it, view it, judge it, understand it. And if, as a lot of creatives and artists, when you're giving something out there like that, it's so vulnerable. It's you on like just open, like completely raw. And when you feel the judgment of other people, it's so easy to to close it up again. And it's like when I think it took a lot of time to just allow whatever wanted to come out to come out. So I stood by it rather than creating mm. to just create or creating to release for other people. The moment I realized I was doing it for other people only, oh my God, it was horrendous. That there was no, I didn't want to do it anymore. I it, yeah. you know, it's something I used to love and need to do and breathe. Like it gives me that huge lift in my spirit died. Mm. I was like, oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> that's not good. That's um, yeah. And that's why I realized how strongly mm. judgment can kill creativity. 
So if you just do it for yourself, I realized and I was just doing it for myself, like people can like it, people can hate it, whatever they want to do, it's, it's on them in terms of it's their reaction, it's their judgment, you know, send love and move forward and just figure out how you feel about it before you ever give it out. So that stays, so no one else can tamper with that shit. It's just yours. Yeah. I 100% <laughs> agree with that because you, you, need to, you need to be a fan of your own shit, man. You really oh, need to God. be a fan of you your own shit. That's about your book. The fact that you're like, it's good, you, know, you, you need that excitement. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah, and I, I just feel like when you're a fan of your own stuff, it yeah. means that you actually enjoy creating it. So, it, exactly. and, and, and like with anything that you're trying to, so obviously you're trying to, you know, build your career as a musician, yeah. I guess I am as a creative, yeah. I guess author author now, who knows what in the future. Yeah. But <laughs> it requires, you know, a lot of patience, commitment, hard work. Yeah. So if you don't like the shit that you're putting out, oh, if, if you're not doing it for your own enjoyment as well as others, of, of course you hope other people enjoy it, but if it's <laughs> not for your own too, then it can really just get at you, man. Like it, 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 um, it I feel like it's very easy to fall into a dark place when that's not the case and you're just rolling with, you know, making yeah. stuff just for others, just for others. Yeah, of course. Like I would love it. My whole, my whole, one of my goals with what I'm creating, which feels right mm-hmm. to me, I realize it's not just because, oh, you should do things for other people because yeah, it's great. You connect. It's great. Mm-hmm. But what feels right to me is that I'd love to share music that people actually connect to and feel comforted by and recognize mm. like, realize things they wouldn't have realized before listening to that song or because that's what music's done for me I, I still listen to songs and i'm like how the fuck did like she know he like what well, that was like in my head like the, but then it, it it changed it for me it's like i listen to that song it comes on and it, you remember like oh I'm not going to forget I'm a badass bitch yeah that's it's, it's a very <laughs> different like <laughs> seriously Megan Trainer, Lizzo, like my morning jams. Every because it's 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 insane how even the sad songs, which I swear mm. to God, I have more playlists of sad, sad, sad songs that like, do more good to me because it's like a cathartic release. Like I like mm. majority. Like, you know how you said like there was a deep skin on skin. Like the whole concept was like yeah. That's honestly like where I naturally live. But I think for such a long time, it was the judgment of, oh my God, don't be so like sensitive or don't, why go that deep? And you can, you know, the, like the depth is where it's at. Like we're, you know, everyone, that's why everyone is now mental health aware because before we were just brushing it off. Yeah. And like the depth is the whole point. Yeah. People's vulnerability is, we, we connect like yeah. based on our vulnerabilities. I think we, we relate a lot easier to people and definitely music where like even even for me a lot of the rappers that I like because yeah. I know like rap gets a sometimes get an un, gets an unfair stigma and you know in some cases yeah. the music is and I love it sometimes when the music is just braggadocious and just like yeah. cruddy and wild you know what I love that I love that energy sometimes yeah. but the artists that I really fuck with are the ones who are able to be quite vulnerable about themselves. So like uh, like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, they talk a lot mm-hmm. about, you know, they're f- feeling like lost and feeling sad yeah. and, you know, crying tears and 
and you yeah. know in 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 environments which you know it's not very easy to release those emotions as a man i was just gonna still... say being man is and vulnerable is a whole different ball game yeah and and yet in their music they're able to um yep. give that context and i love them for that and a lot of people around the world connect with their music because of it so yeah i think just vul- vulnerability um in the creative work you have is yeah. is is probably it, it resonates more with the person who makes it and then other people can really relate to it a lot more than just um, something a bit a bit less deep, a bit more right. surface level. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you need a balance, but I think it's, yeah. I agree. The, I think when you're creating something, I could only create surface level stuff temporarily. I could never, I would just, I would be like, what's the word? <laughs> I think they wouldn't, I'd be blocked if I didn't allow all that other shit to come through. Mm. They just like, and I've been there. I can't, I couldn't. Oh, cause I think you're told a certain, you're told to be a certain way or to fit in a certain category or box or look or feeling even, even mm. as a guy, like I'm sure you've been told you can't, you shouldn't feel a certain way or, you know, like don't feel too much because you're a dude or whatever. Yeah. Shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know that's not what we're talking about, but just that whole thing. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's true. Like we've, we've all had experiences where because, you know, we're men or because we're women or because we're like black or yeah. white or whatever, wherever we're from, yep. we're like, okay, you're not allowed to do these certain things. And I yeah. think, I think, um, and it comes through with the art that we make, actually, I think. Okay. No, I agree. We're all kind of, we're all looking to feel more free. And so those things don't help us be free. Like, those yes. constraints don't help us be free. Um, yeah. They guilt you and make you yeah. feel ashamed and feel like you should, yeah. you know, not who you are is enough. Fucking God. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. The rabbit hole. Oh, opens up. That shit. Yeah, <laughs> a whole bunch of crap. They just it's it's worth excavating, but um, mm. it's uh, I th- I think the one thing I recognize as well is whenever I did a gig, there was one particular gig and I can't forgotten what year and day. I'm telling you, time doesn't exist to me anymore. <laughs> I mean, time is a construct, apparently. So yeah. it, it, I agree. <laughs> I agree. It is one illusory construct, but you know, it helps. You know, certain t- certain things. Um, <laughs> oh God, just so many thoughts in my head now. So <laughs> well, serious. One yeah. one thought that I'd like yeah. to pull out from your head, Lizzie, yeah. <laughs> is um, if we go all the way back. Because I kind of want to, I want to find out where the the inspiration to become a musician started. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know what? Funnily enough, you're going to hear it when it comes out. Um, yes, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think, I think it will be out. I don't know if we recorded that part. Basically, I had an interv- uh, a podcast with, um, you remember Neji, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. yeah so yeah. he was he was telling me the story because um, yeah. I, I think I told him that you know things were things were on the up with um, for for you like especially with the last two 
singles that you that you released. Yeah, I think I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> and you told me this really interesting story. Oh God! <laughs> about first year at uni. Oh, um, yeah, I, I would share it, but I kind I kind of want to hear that from you. Um, so I'll set the scene. He says that you uh, were, you know, you were talking about what your ambitions were and, you know, you said you wanted to be a musician, you wanted to sing. And, um, yeah, I think you can take it away from here. <laughs> Honestly, just in case I've gotten this wrong, you continue a little bit more. <laughs> so, I never, I, yeah, you go. Mm-mm. He says, okay, cool. Sing, man. <laughs> me i don't know why i literally i've never not once okay not what i hate when I, I actually hated it when people were like like a comedian oh tell us a joke then and i was like i wanted to kill him actually at first and i was like you know what you know fucking what i was like i i will yeah <laughs> i remember singing at that party holy crap i don't even know where we were i don't remember probably in to leave or something right. um yeah and i sang yeah. i think i sang whitney houston Maybe I, maybe I was there because that sounds you familiar. You were there. <laughs> when you, by the way, when Neji told me the story, I didn't remember. Like I, I, I didn't remember. I didn't remember. Really? Now that you said Whitney Houston, I'm yeah. thinking. Oh, maybe <laughs> I was there. You were that definitely there. Um, what's I what? Do you remember that? <laughs> what's funny about that though is, um, uh. is. Well, one, he said you were sick, so congrats. And uh, the other thing he said is you mentioned that that was the first time you sang in front of people, which is crazy to, to, like that, yeah. to think. Like in that moment, you did it and it's, it's there. So obviously you knew before that moment that you wanted to be a musician. So like what was, what was happening up until well, that point? Because you hadn't sang in front of anyone so what it's was funny. like going I kinda, on um oh wait was it Whitney because it's funny then then I'm wrong because my memory I think I sang oh god knows point is that it's not the first time I sang in front of people because I did concerts and stuff when I was younger like classical shit I think it was the first time I sang one of my own songs that night because that was that I remember that I remember being like Oh, what the fuck did I just do? I was like, you know what? Mm. It's fine. I did it. It was great. But I completely forgot. Yeah, I think it was the first time. Like, I never did open mics at uni. And there mm. were always so many open mics. And I was like, no, God, never. Holy crap. Never, ever, ever. And I never yeah. knew I wanted. I, at that point, I actually didn't know I wanted to do this career. I wanted... Right. I, I did, but I actually wanted to do film composition first. I wanted to write music for films. That was my first, like, I wanted to be behind the scenes. I wanted to mm. do that. Um, yeah. Um, but then I did that musical third year. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to be on stage. I feel like this is my home as well. And it kind of clicked into writing and singing mm. the songs that I write. Um, but that's so funny. That's so true. I've I, singing in front of people like that, which is very different to classical and choral and that shit, which I was so used to, um, which I've been doing since I was seven. That was like a whole different world. Cause I was singing something I wrote. I was singing a whole different melody of emotion 
that was very close to me. And I, I was very insecure at that time in a lot of different ways. As, I mean, as we all were, by the way. Exactly. As we all fucking were. <laughs> like, just, it's amazing how, like, that was what, we met nine 18. years ago. Yeah, yeah. It's been a long time, you know. Oh. It's been a long time. Oh shit, we'll celebrate the tenth. Um yeah. <laughs> yeah, I it's um you know, you're young and you you just the idea of singing something I wrote at that time. Mm. Never. Oh my god. I remember being 16 writing a song at school. Yeah. Singing it thinking I'm never fucking doing this ever again. <laughs> Did you sing it for people at school? No. No, oh, no, okay. no, no, no. You just sang Maybe it to yourself. Room, I wrote something for the first time that was completely out of my head, just like, just on the piano. And I finished it and I was like, so that's not what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so out of it, I was like, well, songwriting's out of the picture, guys. I was 16, yeah. How did you even know it was good, though? Or uh, how did you know? Sometimes it- you just know it's shit, you know? And I just didn't have, to be fair, it wasn't from a genuine place. It was just writing a song. And I knew yeah. that and I was trying to get it to be good without actually feeling anything. So I was like, well, that is just a pile of poop. And then you needed to like, you know, go away from it. Five years later, you realize, you know, different roots, different truths. And then, um, yeah, it kind of clicked again and it felt right to do. Mm. So that had a journey because it was a journey. Yeah, because you pretty much, like, from what I remember, Mm. very soon after uni, you just went straight on the assault, right? So Yeah, four months later, actually. Damn, yeah. yeah, I went to that songwriting, uh, it's called the Songwriting Academy, and they did courses and stuff, and I loved it. Mm -hmm. Really, I learned more about how to express myself more succinctly and, you know, learn from these people who are in the industry, and it was a great, beautiful beginning, and... Mm. like co-writing and to open myself up and it was such a good place to realize what I wanted to say what you know and there are a lot of rules and I do I do stand by like if it doesn't feel right to you to do something even if every single human being in that industry successful or whatever has said to do it do not do it do not do that like if it's if I was going to say anything to any creative ever the one big thing that I've learned you have to follow what feels right to you even if there's no logic even if everyone else has done it brilliantly this way and it just you just can't get that feeling you just know it's not the right one for you or this is the right route for you even though everyone's saying don't do it you have to follow yourself Mm. no one else is doing the journey except you and you need to feel good about the decisions you make and if it's peaceful follow it it will lead you to like the biggest, most beautiful things you can even imagine. Yeah, because you're doing like a disservice to yourself when you yes. don't follow your instinct. I'm sure like even in everyday life, everyone's had that moment where oh, well, yeah. your intuition has said, yo, you need to do this thing. Like you need to go this way because the, I, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you need to do this. Feel it. You feel that little thing. Yeah, same, yeah. And then when you mm-hmm. go against it and inevitably things fuck up, you're, it, it hurts just so much more yeah. because you remember the yeah. moment where... You no, know, you felt that and you're like, oh, but you do learn. So I get there's no right or wrong because there isn't. Mm. But it feels so good when you follow your intuition and you're like, 
damn, I wasn't, I was like, I wasn't, because sometimes you think you're, I've found moments where I'm like tiptoeing just to, just, you know, like you just see if it's right. Cause your intuition saying that, even though everyone's like, don't do that. Why would you, you know, and you just start following. And the more I followed it, the easier it was. It's not going to be like, okay, I'm going to follow my intuition. It's going to be easy. It's, you have your own compass and it takes time to like step in the wrong direction. Like, you know, test the waters and then suddenly you're going to be like, okay, you know what? I'm going, let's go. Cause everything else seems shit anyway. You're going to follow when you have nothing to lose. <laughs> it's like, yeah. We'll follow, you know, what feels good to you. Yeah. So, so how did you, cause like, it's interesting. You, you've mentioned rules a couple of times and I, mm. I, like, I, I imagine there are rules, but I, I, I couldn't guess what the rules in right. songwriting are, but what things were you, doing to experiment so that you could find your own self within within that whole yeah um Mm -hmm. within that whole thing industry and yeah songwriting and stuff um so i mean a big example for me was and this is my personal experience this is not definitely something i suggest other people unless it felt right Mm -hmm. um we were often encouraged, which I think is good, to go out to networking events and gig every day, every day, gig every week, write <laughs> every day. Although Ed Sheeran did, so I'm not, definitely not calling that out. Um, you do what feels good to you, but yeah, gig every week or write every day or do something because the the one line which I'll never agree with, agree, I'll never agree with, um, is uh, if you're not doing it, someone else is. That is one of the most awful things to say because even though yeah okay it might be true that means nothing you're not here to compare your path to other people so for example if I didn't want to go to a networking event because it really didn't feel right to me Mm. the idea of oh my god maybe I won't meet the manager or I meet the record label or I won't meet the people I'm meant to meet or no if it doesn't feel right to you trust that and let's say Mm. that person that was great went to the networking event if you're meant to do something or meet someone or be someone or feel, you know, have that experience, what is yours is going to always be yours. I always, that's like one thing I live by. Any experience or opportunity that is already yours cannot be taken away from you. It'll always come in front of you. It's then your free will choice to be like, do I want it? Do I not? But it'll always be there if it's meant for you. So there's no missing out. If that makes sense. Yeah. Obviously if you have to be like, no, that's a different issue. Yeah. <laughs> but that in between is, I think is, you know, I didn't go to a number of networking events and I felt so guilty or like if I didn't write every day or like it was, Mm -hmm. and then when I didn't write and I stopped feeling guilty a week later within less than a day, one of my favorite songs I've ever written came out. Which song was that? It's not out yet. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) oh, whoops. (laughs) I mean, you can start plugging it. You can start plugging it. I know, I know. It's actually I'm, another project that I'm doing with someone ah. else and we're, we've been working on it for like a year and a half and I cannot wait to actually like announce it properly. But um, it's, it's one of my favorite songs I've ever written and, I, and it almost feels like it's not even mine. It's weird. It's like it, I wrote it, but it feels like it's like a bigger, it just, it just came through. I didn't have, and I found like that came out in less than a day when I didn't think about it. Mm. It goes back to what you were saying earlier about the inspiration and the energy yeah. to produce that just like flowed through that you. And, yeah. Mm, 
how how did you get the perspective of um not succumbing to all the things that you are supposed to do because I mean, it, sometimes it does help for people to suggest, okay, f- if you want to reach a certain position, you need to do these things. It, it can build like a framework mm-hmm. for what you, what you need to do. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm in agreement and a big believer in not doing those things that if they don't make you happy, then obviously you shouldn't be doing those, like those things. Even if it is a framework that someone's prescribed, if, if you're not happy doing them and consistently not happy, obviously it's not a framework for you. So how yeah. did you come to that place? Because for a lot of people, mm. um, they feel like they have to do those things. And it's, 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 yeah. it's something that if they don't follow, they can't get that balance right of being happy and also doing the necessary things to, to take their career to a certain level. So how did you how did you discover that um <laughs> it's it's a mo- um, a lot of strings because for me from my experience my spirituality mm-hmm. the way i see my life and the world and what success means to me and what i actually want to do with my life was intrinsically connected with that because the moment I realized it's not, I'm not seeing it as a climb, it shifted an entire gear. I'm not seeing it as a career that I'm trying to, like a ladder I'm trying to climb, someone else's ladder. I'm, I, and I, I, success to me is more like if it, if a song that I've written or something, whatever I've created, because it doesn't have to be music, whatever I've created is connected and helped someone or comforted someone or made them laugh or whatever it is, or just reminded themselves how fucking awesome they are. Anything I've done is therefore worth it. I, spiritually speaking, I realized for me, I think everyone has a path. (laughs) I believe everyone's soul (laughs) for going into it. Go in, go into it. This is your honest expression, man. This is what the platform's about. Go in, Lizzie. Come on. Come on. Um, Yeah, so I believe that every soul, and I'm still learning and evolving. This is just what I feel now and believe Mm -hmm. now. Um, I really need to say that because it does evolve. Um, Yeah. If I believe that everyone's soul has a path and there's no right or wrong with your decisions, there's, you know, either way, you're always going to be led back to that. Mm. Which means that everything that is already yours is going to be yours whatever time. Even if you do take a detour, it's still yours. It's just going to come back again another time in another way. Mm-hmm. So in regards to the structures of other people, a lot of them, you know, I tested out because I was told to. And, you know, I was like, yeah. you know, I, I might as well. Why not? And it did not work for me. It did something and it was good, but it, 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 I realized, okay, it didn't feel right. Now I know. Now I can trust that, okay, even if I cannot see anything ahead of me, which is majority of the time, by the way, I mean, I'm lucky enough to live at home with my family. I don't have to think about rent right now. But so I, there is that. But I do, but it, I could easily go and get a, you know, easily, I say easy, get a job, <laughs> yeah. move out, pay rent if I wanted to. Like, that's an option. That's a choice. Yeah. It's not, you know, I, and I'm choosing to live with my family right now because it feels right to me. But there's like that, that is a choice. So it's, it's the different things that 
are placed around it. Like living at home allows me to right now create music and focus on my self care and focus on my self growth and be able to push that out and encourage it in the way that feels right to me. Because no, I cannot see what this career or vocation, whatever is going to bring me. Like I really, I have dreams and I have things that I, I, I would love to do, but it's not the purpose anymore. The purpose is very much doing, staying in the present, which I have to say is one of the biggest lessons I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. Being in the present moment has allowed me to trust that, trust myself more. Like if in the moment, okay, what do I want to do right now? I just, I go to it. I, I see mm-hmm. if that feels right. If it doesn't, then I practice that and that will help me for the next day. And then I don't think about the future because the moment that I think about the future, I'm no longer here, which means I can't create the future, which means it's and if I think about the yeah. past with everyone else saying to me, well, can you do that? Are you sure you can do that? Can you sustain that? Are you going to create what you want to create? I, it's all this and actually none of it exists. Dangerous. It's dangerous. Right it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's you block, so you, it doesn't exist to you. And then suddenly you're like, okay, well, I'm happy right now. So I don't really care about the future right now. Mm. It takes a lot of the pressure off. I, like oh, oh. when you do think that way or when you... Because obviously, you know, you fall back into thinking about the past and especially the future when you're, uh, I mean, as a creative, in some way you are thinking about the future because it's like, okay, I'm starting something. Yes. And it's going in my head, okay, if I do this for X amount of time, it's going to become this thing. But um, I feel like when you do neglect the thoughts of the future specifically, it just mm-hmm. takes the pressure off. So you just, you're just kind of in flow with what you're doing. Um, that flow just, oh, saves. Yeah. That a flow, lot of anxiety. That flow is. Yeah. I vow by it. Like it's, it's amazing. It's like we never predicted this quarantine moment. This time mm. we never predicted it. Like I have my year plan. This is the joke. I had my, <laughs> <laughs> my year plan. And I was like, and the universe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone had that. See my guy angels being like, oh. That vision, mm-hmm. that vision 2020, 2020 vision. Yes. Like, the plan 2020 is going to be my oh, year. That all sorts and, of shit. Uh, yeah, it's like, just. Goes to New York. The whole thing's just falling apart. Yeah. So you're going to go to New York to. So, um, that project I was telling you about. So. Yeah. When I when I can actually talk about it, I will definitely. Oh right, okay. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you. But we, you know, I go out there now to to do that project and be with family and stuff. And I was meant to go out yesterday. Oh. Oh wow. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, I was meant to go there God. yesterday for you know the rest of like two and a half months, and now it's just it's completely changed. And it's good because everything you know happens for a reason. But it's it was a blindside like I thought mm. that's great and it's funny um I I had everything up to July planned I I was like every time I looked at the second half of the year I was like I don't like it was blank and I was like that's fine I'm just gonna go with the flow and then I kept getting like when I meditate in the morning I kept getting the message I was like why can't I know the second half of the year like anything like give me an inkling and I kept getting you're not ready for it you're not ready to know yet you're not ready for it and I was like Looking back now, I'm like, no, I fucking wasn't. <laughs> oh I was like, you were right. Yeah, no, I would never have believed it. No, it, no. 
yeah, it's it's a very it's a very special situation. I mean, it does sound like from what we've spoken about off yeah. the off the record and now that you've taken quite positive steps during this time, which is yeah, which is really good. But yeah, it's just um it goes back to what you were saying about being like present with what you're doing. Um because yeah. yeah, these things happen. But um as long as you bring that energy to the work you're doing um yeah. then yeah it will still feel good and right and you you have that flow i definitely know what you're what you're talking about it's yeah. a it's a great feeling man it's a great feeling it's a oh great yeah feeling. It's practice but when you get it and it's like oh pure bliss and then you wonder why i think it's it's that resisting that urge to <laughs> to look forward to, to, I mean, when I say look forward, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, I don't think there's anything wrong with like dreaming or looking forward, but at the moment it starts to give you anxiety or you want to try and control it. That's when I'm like, Oh God, no. Okay. Back in it. That's like the, for me, anyway, the balance that I'm yeah. trying to find. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a hard one. It's hard. It's a hard one to find. I can imagine as well with different like aspects of, of, um, being a musician that mm. that that does play on your mind and one thing that i'm thinking of in particular is when you're going to do a performance or a gig or something live because yeah i can so i can fully imagine trying to stay in that place is like really difficult so um oh. I, know, I know you've done quite quite a lot of gigs now I would say like now, yeah. a healthy, healthy amount. What's what's that journey been like? Because um, actually, I'll give you I'll give you a hint of my experience. So my small yeah. experience with sharing some musical art to the world. So yeah, um, with the freestyles that I've done, the the the, yeah. the, the major two freestyles, two. <laughs> um, one may be coming out soon. One may be coming out. Yeah. Soon um good one of the things i found was that mm. so i i'd 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 get i'd get the lyrics in my head and then i'd like write them down and i'd i'd, I'd make them nice and you know get them yeah. together but one of the things that i found like a whole different skill set was to yeah. actually like record myself performing it like it's so it's different it's not it's different it's different okay. it's it's different so that that really struck me because i thought once you get everything down yeah. you know you remember the lyrics da, 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 it's it's pretty easy but and but uh, i found it difficult to record myself actually you know spitting those bars yeah so i can imagine like i can only imagine that doing it live like the first thing i thought was raw so people who perform live like that is nuts. That's like even more just yeah. crazy. So talk on that a bit. What was what was the journey within that for you, like um, building that skill set and, and, and everything that comes with it? I Ooh. think I think the first thing can you can you hear oh, me? Oh yeah, you're you're back. back yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Um yeah, um, I think one of the first things I remember was, <laughs> so I perform on my piano and I've been doing that since the beginning. 
and I'll just, you know, accompany myself. So my mind is on that and singing. And to me, singing is, you know, I've, I love doing it. Yeah. I love doing it. And it's, it's more effortless to me than piano. And I don't, I'm not a pianist. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not you know, putting myself down or anything, but I'm not like I've seen piano players. Their skill is a very, very different skill. And I use it to just accompany my voice. Like I'm happy to do acapella. Like I'm like, I, it's not a big thing, but if I feel like it adds to it, I'm going to use it. Mm. And, um, that growth from, being so shit scared of how people are going to react when I, t- that's like one of the most, deb- like I'm sweating now. It's like one of the most debilitating fears that I remember having. Honestly, if I'm going, this is an honest platform. Yeah. The reaction that my body had to before every single gig, I think there was one that you went to. It was the exact same process. I think I told you my hands go ice cold, which means it's harder to play. And I click my hand like, I'm like, Oh my God. I have nervous poops just before the gig. Yeah, that makes so a I'm like, sense. how am I balancing? Like, I was just like, oh my God, and I have to sit. And I was like, it's one of those things where <laughs> you're not even thinking about the actual gig. <laughs> you just go, I said, you, you don't even have to think about the actual gig. Okay. Because all I'm thinking about is the bit before. And it's just like, because the moment I'm on stage and the moment I start, it goes. But the, mm. the pre, oh my God, it was like for three years, I was like, oh my God, I can't poop this much. This is ridiculous. By the way, I'm sorry. I know this is a lot of... <laughs> so if you're okay, man, any other position, people creative who gets nervous poops, it happens and it's okay. Um, yeah. So yeah. it was just one of those things. <laughs> I'm not going to go any more no. into it, but it, you know, it hurts sometimes, that, the amount. So it's just like, you've been about to like perform and... The moment I'm on stage, it goes, and then you and then you connect to the audience, and it's like, whoa! I then started to realize, oh, okay, this is something I love. Like the feeling after it, you can't compare it to anything else. Mm-hmm. And it was more when you talk to people after, it's like they actually like, I, you saw me, and I saw you, and I was like, well, you can't buy that. You can't get that anyway. It was just one of the most beautiful. And I was like, I need to do this for the rest of my life. Um, and I prayed ever since. Wow. It was so funny. And I want to do this for a career. Obviously, at that time, uh, three years ago, I was like, this is what I want to do now for the rest of my life. And I slowly did gig after gig, but I didn't, I didn't do many of them. I only did the ones that felt right to me, which is one of the things that when everyone was like, gig every week, do more open mics. Mm. I found that any open mic that I did that didn't feel right when I went against my gut, I would feel so shit after. And I'm talking about like it didn't encourage anything because if it was a bar where people didn't listen to you. Oh, yeah. And I realized though, it was a good experience because I realized that I, my music thrives better in places where people want to come and listen. So then Mm -hmm. I cut out all the bars. I cut out because I wasn't even getting paid for the, for the performances. Yeah. I was like, I'm not going to do it. There wasn't any incentive to do the bars if I'm going to be miserable. And to be honest, money, Mm Musicians do not get paid enough for every for the work that they do. Any creative, I'm sorry, not just even musicians, yeah. the amount that they put in to what they do and then get paid. It's really anyway, it's a whole different conversation. Um, <laughs> I mean, we could we could touch on that quickly. Like, yeah. what's what's it's, the landscape like? If if, hmm. if you don't want to talk on a personal yeah. level, no, like, I mean, what's the landscape like in general? What's what's been the experience? I haven't done, I think I've done a few live performances where I've been paid. Mm-hmm. 
that's it. If you do the wedding scene, and I think it's different, like, you know, you can get paid wonderfully and it's a great, you know, it's, it's, you know, but, and I think it is, the landscape is changing. Mm -hmm. Like Spotify is, you know, royalties. Spotify used to be horrendous with the percentage of royalties. Now I think they've had, I need to actually update on that myself that they've, you know, they've evolved and they've changed and that, you know, that it's now about helping the musician. I mean, even quarantine, all these different uh, music streaming sites, all the different music places, they're now looking to help musicians, which would never have happened. <laughs> but because we're in quarantine, it's like, you know what? Humanity's like, you know what? We're going we're gonna to help each other. Yeah. Just I'm sorry, I'm like, so dramatic about it, but it's just, it's, it's so beautiful to see like, oh, we're not fucked. We can help each other. <laughs> it's cool. There is love there still. Like it's still. You know, I'm being very dramatic about it, but it's, it's um, the the amount that I think you can agree with creativity that you put in to some to a piece of work, and then it's seen as a product that's you know I get it. I get the whole climate of you know the economic climate where you you know what's the word um. <laughs> supply and demand mm-hmm. but if someone wants it if more people want it and you can give more and all that shit but it's still be we live for art the whole point we're here i believe is for expression we're not here to do the nine to five because before mm-hmm. it didn't exist before all you know didn't exist so to i think it's the balance is imbalanced. Like art has been seen as something that's not as important as I think it should be taken because mm. people live for art. People may live doing other shit, but the reason I think it was a Charlie Chaplin quote that I'm totally mis- misquoting was it's about that. It's about the fact that we're here to experience beauty and the human heart and creating from a place that you can't necessarily explain. And that's mm-hmm. why a piece of art can be tears, even though you don't have a fucking clue what it is. It could be a square on a piece of paper, but for some reason that made you move you to tears for your own inner reasons. Like it gives you that eye open into who you are, which I guess is the whole point, you know, mm-hmm. of, I don't know. That's what I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think I, I really, I really agree with you. Um, like it's a very it's a very like deep and and meta um point but if 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 you i I think if you speak to a lot of people who've you know had moments where their lives have been changed or their lives have yeah their lives have been changed uh, direction or perspective if not through experience alone sometimes it's through the art that they take in and experience like i'm sure there's, there's so many people, for example, that say they watched like a YouTube video, just someone yeah. talking, just someone yeah. talking YouTube video where they follow, it, it, it sparked something within them. They followed the rabbit hole of whatever that topic was. And now their lives have taken up a completely different trajectory. I love that. Yeah. And, because and what has, led them to that YouTube video. Yeah. And it happens with music. Like even, I think even music is so much like deeper as well because of there's, there's so much going on in it. Um, and you know what? I only realized this 
when I like when I'd got high and listened yeah. to music. Yeah. When I got high and listened to music, I was like, this is okay. mm-hmm. it, the, it it it's just the whole different experience. And yeah. it's so crazy because one of the things is it's like a portal to like stuff you experienced in the past, or it's in a, a portal to really like take in what someone what the what the musicians experience everything down to like the notes that they've used and the type of instruments and it's it's crazy it's actually your own memories yeah it's so it's so deep Mm -hmm. um and 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 so yeah i think if we look at life as as a like if people believe that you know being on the planet our aim yeah. is to like grow as individuals and learn more about each other and learn our experiences, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, art is really the gateway to that. Like, right. it, exactly. it, it's, a, it's, it's a big one. It's a, yeah, one of the main ones, I think. Mm. And, and also a way to reflect that. So for somebody who's gone through an experience or a change, the way that they reflect on that and the way that they share that is through art more than other media not alone just by someone else expressing their truth that they're being vulnerable Mm. for themselves when actually they're like oh because i've I've experienced that where i thought i was the only one to experience an emotion when i was younger i was like i'm the only one (laughs) no one else understands me and then (laughs) i think i listened to one of maria i didn't Maria Mena or one of her songs and I was 16 and I was like you know when everything is so dramatic at 16 and you know what yes it should be dramatic because you're new you're facing new shit you could do what you want hormones 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 and the whole thing trying to be the best you can but you don't know what that is (laughs) um yeah I think that's listening to that song is in the car I'll never forget I get this every time I think about it I get this image of driving past a roundabout and I just like click, I just realized, I was like, holy shit, this isn't new. This isn't something I need to cry about or worry about. Well, I'm going to cry anyway. But there's no, there's no reason to like judge this because I'm not mm. the only one. She literally wrote a song. Like she depicted everything. <laughs> it really healed me mm. that day on a very different um, level. So yeah, it's crazy shit. That was the gateway. Oh, one of my first. One of the many, many, many gateways. <laughs> so <laughs> many loops and doors in the mind, man. It's, and it's beautiful, like when you're detached from it and you're just observing it. But I think mm. it's it's a lot when you're trying to express it because it's you're expressing parts of you that you didn't even know existed. Yeah, sometimes I, I imagine sometimes for you when you when you get that inspiration to to lay down some vocals, cheese. <laughs> some things just come out which you're like, oh, right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like that line comes out and it resonates, but you're like, oh, okay, I still I feel a way that. about that thing, or oh, I didn't know I felt this way. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, skin on skin was actually that for me mm. because I didn't. I didn't realize how deeply that went. I think, I think it was like, cause I was like, this is, I was first playing on the piano and I was like, oh, this is going to be a quite a slow song. And I had such an issue. I had an insecurity about all my songs being too deep and too slow for a very long time. 
Mm. There's like no beats and no, and I love, I love to me tribal rhythms, tribal drums, tribal like cross rhythm. Oh my God. It's like my, the best thing I could even, and I put them all in my production now. I'm just like, give me, just give me lots of percussion. Because to me, that's like the heartbeat of a song. It doesn't need to be there, but it's like something that draws. Oh, it's me again. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> need multiple songs. And I'm so sorry, Lizzie. Yeah. I dropped off there for a little bit. Um, no could you could you go again from where you were talking yeah. about the um about the drums and they drive you were saying they drive the song right oh yeah 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 can you yeah. see me and hear me now yes yeah. i can i can yeah no the, <laughs> um second the, time i'm the sorry don't be honestly the wi-fi is horrendous here too um the tribal drums i love that the way they used to be used and i love that energy that comes with it it just hits me in a different way. So I now put them everywhere in my, in my production. Cause I'm just like, it's just, you know, where it hits like skin on skin was a ballad originally, but I was once told in regards to what we were talking about before, um, mm. how like, you know, doing what someone tells you or like, you know, and I got told by one person in the industry, which is how much it's amazing what one person can say to affect you. And it's been in my back of my mind ever since, um, until I cleared it like a, like a, half a year ago but they said all your songs are great but they're all ballads you need up tempo you need upbeat people aren't going to listen they're going to get bored they're going to you know all this stuff that might be totally true um but it made me from then on second guess every single thing i did Uh... and i didn't even notice it was that until it rose to the surface again when i was trying to i was trying to like clear and like figure out like what is this insecurity and I'll just I just got that image that memory of like when he told me after a set I did where everyone was like and they're all the same same all deep shit deep ballads or deep songs with rhythm but it wasn't like upbeat and tempo and everyone was you know clapping and it was one of my it was actually my first gig I think and the guy said that so I was like, so wait, so you're saying even if I get people who have been fine for the past 20 minutes and not bored, and then someone in the industry saying, but I listened yeah. to that. And it was such a huge like wake up call, like, oh my God. And it's not their fault. That's what they've been taught. That's what they're passing on. Like there's no animosity there, but it's, that's why I think being vigilant on what you accept as a belief from whatever from anyone else's perspective is so important because without you realizing it might feed an insecurity you already have mm. i mean i've forgotten what the point of this oh yeah skin on skin yeah yeah so that's why that, yeah. <laughs> that was such a huge thing because when i realized i still felt like it was valid i left it for a whole year and i didn't finish it and then uh, when i realized that you know what this is a good melody i listened back to it on my voice notes and i was like that's giving me like a feeling here like i need to finish this and then it um, it finished itself very very quickly when I allowed it to. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't block it with the with the thoughts of like what that person had said and the doubts and the fears. Yeah, Holy crap. yeah. Yeah, we tend to be our wor- own worst enemies. Um, that is not an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> it's 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 facts, man. It's facts. Yes. It's facts. Which is good because that means you can control that. 
which is, I guess, is, you know, something. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. You yeah. know what? That is a nice nugget. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That's a nice nugget to take, actually. Good. It's good because you can control it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Practice it's it, but, but worth it. Yeah. It's hard work, but yeah. If it's going to change my life, because I realized, like, I don't know why this is coming through, but in terms of realities, I read something about how everyone's reality is going to be different. Mm. Which means if you're living for someone else's reality, one, you're not going to feel good because you're going mm. you're gonna to feel that dissonance. And you're going to wonder why. Especially, like, if it's someone that you want to impress or if it's someone that you want to, you know, show up for, you, if you're not yourself and you're living, ex- like, just related to their reality, you'll never mm-hmm. be happy. You'll never find that like peace that you want because your reality can literally be unicorns and butterflies. And I love unicorns and butterflies, so that's obviously my reality. Of course. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but it's like, <laughs> that has not changed. Um, but it's like, you, I can choose to see a, a situation a certain way. And yes, mm-hmm. okay, there are logical standpoints. There's all this shit where you should know you, you want to be in the fear trap holes. Like you, should, you need to be aware of the fears in case it happens. Like, no, <laughs> I've played both ways, man, <laughs> for years. And I can tell you now you have nothing to lose by sticking to the unicorn butterfly scenario. And what I mean by that is like the positive stuff. I'm not saying, de- I'm not saying deny your feelings. Mm -hmm. observe your fears figure out why they're there like see the sadness allow yourself to feel all those emotions because there's no positive negative in that way but Mm -hmm. don't be consumed by them so that you can actually see what you can be grateful for why you have so much love in your life already that you wouldn't have even remembered because your mind is solely focused on reality that society has set for you Mm -hmm. i don't know why i needed to say that i just came running through sorry that's just a huge that's helped me a tremendous amount you have nothing to lose by thinking and seeing good around you yeah especially if it works for you then yeah exactly no one else no one else can come in and say yo you need to see things this way unless you've asked yo i need to i need to see things okay i'm currently seeing things this way how can i how can i gain a different perspective from this but you choose how you want to live your life. That's basically, yeah. yeah Ultimately, exactly. yeah. And even in that scenario, you have to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that from you as well, from... Yeah. E- even from, obviously, your, your energy and your way of being. But even in the stuff that you're putting out, like, I can hear it in the, in the lyrics and in, in, yeah. in just the content that you put out, that that's yeah. the direction you've taken. So yeah. I'm I'm happy to to hear that as a, as a friend. Um, one of the things I was going to ask you actually, because yeah. I don't know I don't know if it if it's happened yet. Uh, maybe it has. Maybe it hasn't. Mm-hmm. But do people do random people hit you up and say, "Yo, so I want to be a musician. Like, what do I do?" Has that been something you've had to face? And like, mm-hmm. if you have, or or instead like what's your opinion what do you think or yeah 
Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I've actually never received a DM like that. I've received, I've received DMs where, okay, explained how the posts I posted or the music that I've sent out has actually helped them in some way. Mm. But I have talked to people who are new musicians before um, face-to-face more than DMs, where it's, um, I just, you know, pass on what I knew at the time. And the one yeah. thing I think that's always been in that, that advice um, is if you, as cheesy as it could sound, I mean, that's what it's about, really. Um, if you feel, <clears throat> if you feel in your body, in your heart that this is something you want to do every day. I'm talking about like if no one was around and you, would, you could choose what you wanted to do every day and that was to create or write or sing or whatever it is, that's your answer. Because mm-hmm. then when it gets hard and you are facing your insecurities and you're facing your journey of whatever comes to you specifically because every journey is different, Mm-hmm. You won't give up so easily because you'll know that actually the impact of what happens when you perform or when you write or when you hear the feedback from people being like, thank you for writing that. Thank you for singing that. will be like, holy shit, you just changed someone's day. Like that, that there's nothing, there's, there's uh, for me personally, there's absolutely nothing better than receiving by one person even that you yeah. helped them that day from 3000 miles away. Like, I that's to, powerful, man. That was, uh, yeah, you won't give up after that, personally. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's powerful to have that kind of impact where, yeah, you you've created something and put it out, and then someone who you don't even know is just like, yo, yeah, like that thing you did, it 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 did something to me it like it it did something to the chemicals in my body and made them move a different way that's like that's a great line by the way yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep that Not marketing in it <laughs> the chemicals got jigged up and suddenly the composition was different <laughs> oh that's powerful you did chemistry didn't you <laughs> <laughs> only to all like GCSEs but I remember to be you fair <laughs> that was my favourite science actually I sucked but it was so good to like I actually enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be like yeah it was really good but I wasn't interested no <laughs> no uh, Cop, you know what sometimes you just are so bad at something but you love it anyway yeah that was chemistry. Oh, yeah. I, I can think and, of And sports. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. But you don't love sports, do you? I did love it. And then I think the number of times you're told you're just not good, I think it gets to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I swear to having running the cross country. Although me and my best friend at the time, so off topic, but me and my best friend at the time, mm-hmm. I'll never forget. Because we had woods. <laughs> we found <Yeah>. a shortcut. <laughs> 
And we would then meet people like, out of breath. We would literally just stay there for 20 minutes. And then we'd meet them, we'd see them like, running. And then we'd run to them like out of breath. Like, <gasps> I was like, acting I should have done, Dami, because I swear to God, I would have been an Oscar. Yeah. yeah. But I love netball. I was, I was pretty good at the hoops. What position did you play when you played um, netball? In, in my younger school, before like 11 years old, I played goal attack. And then, oh. and then I went to high, uh, high school. God, I've been in America too long. I went to senior school and uh, I, I say this so badly because there's nothing wrong with the wings, I promise. But let's be real, okay? The wing attack and wing defense are fucking stupid. You ain't in the game, man. You're not in the game. You're not in the game. You're not game. in the game. And actually, to be honest, they're not stupid. That's just me. Because at the time yeah. I was like, when I got wing attack, I was like, it's like when you're going from goal attack to wing attack. There's a wound right there it's still, Dami. It's not fun. It's not fun. I actually don't know how people did goalkeeper. I mean, there's, like, there's excitement. So, obviously, I, the reason I know about netball a bit is because yeah. in, okay, um, yeah. in... So, uh, I did PE GCSE at school. And yeah. our um, teacher, um, Mr. Elia, he made us all do netball as one of like the sports that we had to learn because you have to do like a range of sports and then like you get marks for each sport and then they put that towards like your final grade netball was one of my top ones you know netball was one of my top ones that was actually good i am Um, very good yeah but um yeah i was playing like goal shoot goal shooter goal shooter okay that yeah yeah, yeah. that's good i had a pretty good action yeah Yeah, i get the action but yeah, I always used to look at some positions and be like, oh my God, you're not even getting in the game. Actually, I wasn't like, I was in like group C, but because... Yeah. <laughs> Is that bottom group? Oh, listen. Yeah, actually, you <laughs> did not even play netball. It's all the memories. I then used to go to do badminton. You mean you just like fucking whack the bud across the... Oh but my God. there was one day though if I'm actually gonna like, be honest there was one day where they needed a fill-in and I was gonna I was refereeing for the a group a netball and they needed yeah. someone and I was like and they, they were desperate so they were like looking at me and they were like okay great so I went in it and this is a testament to being around people who are better than you yeah I fucking rocked it <laughs> you stepped up you I stepped up, up because everyone else around me was like, as a team, you believe in your, your people. And then it just, it, I'd never played like that in my life. It was yeah. phenomenal. Like, the best game ever. That's why I love netball because I was like, oh my God, I don't have to suck. It's just simply because I just gave up on it because everyone said you were shit. It just, that's all. That's why we talked about this because of that lesson. Step up. Whenever you're around like the people that are really doing their job, yeah it it puts you up you help yeah you're just like I yo I can't be the one who's fucking the ship up I need to be holding my own and you do because you actually start to believe in yourself because the people around you do it's amazing I never the whole like me working with different people now um Mm. like the team I have I have accomplished way more with them than ever before and I always just think Mm. well I have to do it on my own because that's the grind that's the you know you have to no <laughs> no mm-hmm. if you find people that you trust that's more important than anything else if you find people who trust who believe in you and you surround yourself with that everything you do just exactly yeah 
I've I've like just to to touch on that point as well. Recently, yes. me and um me and a few of my home friends, we've all got a few projects that we're working on. So, you know, my my friend Darius, who's a rapper, yeah. he's he's part of this group, and and then there's a few other characters in there too. And recently, we've created this forum. So yeah. we created this forum where we talk about our goals, what we're trying to achieve, and we we hold each other accountable to each other and within it's because it's it's not been we haven't been doing it long like only since this lockdowns occurred really but in doing that the energy just shifted and everyone's kind of lifting each other up and we're all i've already seen the the change so you're definitely right like being around people is is like a a massive like benefit and i'm sure with you with yourself because you're around people who are in your industry the learnings that you're getting are like so they're 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 gold dust yeah it's it's as long as you surround yourself with people that you trust that believe in you you will not forget who you are it's when you're surrounded by people that don't see you Mm. because you could have childhood friends who saw you a certain way and who grown up with you but you've changed you're not going to be you're probably the same person you were last week (laughs) so if they're willing to evolve with you then that's that's a gift to have yeah Mm. definitely yeah Mm. yeah it's powerful it's very powerful on on that point actually because um we're we're probably coming close to the end oh my god yeah it's it's flying by it's flying by it's how it goes man the conversation i love that it's it's just lit um from both of us of course yeah yeah um so now that you've got those people around you um Mm. obviously i know we talked about staying in the present and and i I fully agree although there's probably some things that you're looking to do and consolidate in the world um yes with the (laughs) with the people that you're working with now what's what are the what are the things that you're planning to achieve? Like, what, what, what do you want to create in your head right now? Right now, um, I have four sing four songs that I want to release over the next four months. I've had them. There's one that I've had for three years that I haven't released, and mm. usually, I would work with my manager, who also is a, like a photographer, and like create visuals and be creative about it, which I love, I love doing. Um, But due to the quarantine, (laughs) I am changing things up and I think it gives me, it's a good thing for me as a lesson because as as much as I love creating visuals, I'm also, I love being simple and just dropping things, just releasing songs, not overthinking it, not trying to create a different world. I think it can create its own world the moment it's out. So I think I want to, I'm now going to work on simple visuals, which I love. I love drawing. So I think that's going to be part of it um, to create for the next uh, four singles. Yeah. Cause I love animation and oh, I fucking jam. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I want to incorporate that. On the animation thing, I, I, your newsletter, cause I'm in your newsletter. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Well, I haven't done one of those in a while. You, you, <clears throat> no, fucking hell, Lizzie, man, you're a fuck, like, listen, this girl puts in work, let me tell you lot now, let me fucking tell you, this girl puts in <laughs> the work, because she, 
you used to do those newsletters where you'd like like draw and like write them out by hand like a handwritten drawn newsletter yep. and I was just like wow this is this is incredible I love <laughs> that I love I love that I love that like That's I always so read them because I never expect, I actually didn't think at the time anyone read it, like genuinely. I didn't think of like, no, no, this is amazing how distorted it can be. Because at the time I was like, oh, I'm doing this for myself right now because no one else, because they were like, if it's handwritten, the only thing I was told was it might be difficult for people to read in which case they won't read it. Instead of seeing like, oh, well, you know, I'm feel like creative. I feel creative right now. I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's fascinating. So I'm, I'm glad that you enjoyed them. That makes me happy. <laughs> No, oh, if you ever if you, if you ever do like start putting the newsletters out again, I like I liked it, and I'm yeah. sure there's probably quite a few other people that liked it. But obviously, I know yeah. that doing that, um, like you you just said, you love animation, very clear from that, and yeah, it 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 resonates, yeah. it yeah. resonates. So explore that. Yeah, oh, that's so yeah. good. I love that. Yeah, I'm excited for that because I think that will, yeah, I could think ahead, but to be honest with you, um, I've done that before and the universe was like, no, so mm. I'm going to wait. <laughs> but yeah. at the moment, those four songs are coming out and I'm excited about that. So I'm yeah. see how it goes and where the other project goes, hopefully be able to mm. explain that soon. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm all ears for that. And I'm sure that there's probably some people listening who are all ears too. So where can they find you, Lizzie? Slash Elizabeth, <laughs> when uh, when your songs are ready and just to see what you're doing and, and yeah. how your journey's progressing, where can they find you? Well, if you want some uh, empowering old pop music, which I think is the genre that i've decided it is um i still don't even know what it is um or like self-love socials um you can find me at elizabeth.com it's spelt weirdly so i'm just gonna spell it um e-l-i-z-s-a-b-e-t-h.com or every socials including youtube is elizabeth music same spelling and yeah you can find nice. me in the chat Fun. cool um lizzie it's been real, man. I've I told you before that this was gonna be sick. It was. I was it's been an hour and a half. <laughs> I told you before. It does not feel right. It was such a such it a was good time. It's gonna be sick. And um Yeah, like it's it's so good to see like things really progressing for you now. Cause like I've like I've said quite a few times today, I've seen how much you put in and you're so talented. Like I like I told you before. At that performance you did in New Cross. Wembley. Wembley Stadium is going <laughs> to be packed for you one day. Maybe, uh, uh, you know, oh, let's not get. Uh, you'll be there. Like, let oh, me I'm, not I'm put there. like stuff I'm in your you. head and like put pressure on you, but that's, I just it's was already like, there, Danny. I was just like, yo, yeah. that's what I see. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm glad that things are going well and, uh, I wish you all the best. I got you. Um, thanks. Yeah. Uh, for everyone else who's listening, um, thanks again for listening to this one, episode four, or probably will be episode four. We'll see. Um, and yeah, just trying to put out more stuff to to learn from people who have, who have 
invested a lot of time and, and effort into their craft like Lizzie. And thank you for listening. You can find our socials. So Instagram at Garden of Eden. So that's Garden of E-D-U-N underscore uh, on Instagram. Or my Instagram at Dami Eden, D-A-M-I-E-D-U-N. Um, thanks for listening. Lizzie, thanks so much for being here. Thank um, you. I will see everyone soon. Bye-bye. Bye.